7. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden says the U.S. drone strike has killed al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawari, who helped plot the 9-11 attacks. Today, we remember the lost and commit ourselves to the safety of the living. And we pledge that we shall never waver from defending our nation and its people. It's 3 o'clock. by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden on Monday night announced a U.S. drone strike killed al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawahiri in Afghanistan over the weekend. Those around the world who continue to seek to harm the United States, hear me now. We will always remain vigilant, and we will act, and we will always do what is necessary to ensure the safety and security of Americans at home and around the globe. The drone killed the terrorist as he stepped onto the balcony of what he obviously incorrectly thought was a safe house in Kabul. CBS's Nancy Cordes. They even built a model of the home that he was living in in Kabul. They brought that to meetings with the president in the Situation Room where he could ask questions about what exactly they planned to do and how they could best minimize the potential for civilian casualties. Kentucky's governor says hundreds of people are still unaccounted for after last week's catastrophic flooding. Johnny Johnson is judge executive of hard-hit Clay County. I've never seen such flood damage in one area since I've been county judge or Maastricht. It's a disaster. It looks like a bomb went off down there. A man from Texas who stormed the Capitol on January 6th with a gun, helmet, and body armor was sentenced Monday to 87 months in prison. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. Guy Reppet's case was distinctive from the start. He was accused of having a gun on his waist and a tactical helmet when he confronted police. The sentence from the judge here at federal court was seven years, three months. Prosecutors had sought 15 years, but outside court, Reffitt's daughter disagreed with the sentence and says if her father is to serve seven years, in her words, Donald Trump should serve life. 53 beverage and nutrition products are being recalled over possible chronobacter contamination. The recall involves items like protein shakes, nutritional shakes, and liquid coffee. Among the brand names, Oatly, Stumptown, and Glucerna. There have been no reported complaints or illnesses. The bacteria in question can be found in sewer water. CBS's Steve Futterman, a mass shooting Monday in the nation's capital. Police Chief Robert Conti. Right now, there have been a total of six individuals uh, who were shot. One individual is deceased. Of those individuals that were shot, they have all been taken to area hospitals. They are all adult males. Police don't know if the man knew each other. The federal government is facing off with publishing giant Penguin Random House in an antitrust trial. The U.S. is trying to block the biggest American book publisher from completing its $2.2 billion purchase of rival Simon & Schuster, owned by the parent company of CBS. The government is calling writer Stephen King to the stand on Tuesday. His books are published by Simon & Schuster. He opposes the plan. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. It's 3.03 on Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. It's 69 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're playing are we are following this hour. Breaking news, at least one person is dead and five others are hurt after a shooting at an apartment complex in Northeast D.C. It happened around 830 last night at the Aziz Bates Apartments on F Street at 15th Street. 
of those individuals that were shot, they have all been taken to area hospitals. They are all adult males. That's D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti. There is currently no suspect information. When an assistant police chief from Montgomery County was suspended in June, county officials had little to say. Now that same high-ranking official is out of a job, and there's still little information on why. It's a personnel issue that's part of the response to questions about why, months after he was suspended with pay, Assistant Police Chief Carmen Fasciolo is now, quote, no longer employed by Montgomery County. Fasciolo was suspended in June after a reported violation of department policy. Then County Executive Mark Elrich declined to comment, saying he couldn't legally talk about personnel issues. Now his spokesperson, Scott Peterson, said little more than confirming Fasciolo is out. Fasciolo was appointed by Elrich in June of last year as a civilian assistant police chief. It's not clear if he'll be replaced Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A $10 million lawsuit has been filed against the D.C. Fire Department by four veteran African-American women who work as firefighters. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports. The firefighters suing the city say they suffer racial and gender discrimination in pay and promotions and face harsher discipline than their white colleagues. All four are veterans, including Bebe Ajose, who's been with D.C. Fire and EMS for 21 years. And there's always something that is unfair as it relates to just being a woman or a brown woman in fire services. D.C. Fire Chief John Donnelly says he cannot comment on the lawsuit, but the department, he says, has a long history of hiring and promoting women. The $10 million lawsuit charges that D.C. Fire is a hostile work environment for black women firefighters. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 306. The owner of a D.C. nonprofit accused of fleeing the country with tens of thousands of dollars is denying the accusations. Attorney General Carl Racine's office is responding to reports that Casa Ruby founder Ruby Corrado failed to pay workers and vendors. Racine plans to freeze all bank accounts associated with Casa Ruby, the nonprofit whose mission was to help young members of the LGBTQ community. Yesterday evening, Corrado told our news partners at NBC4 and Telemundo 44 that she has never taken money that was meant for the community. She also believes the district owes her center almost $600,000. Casa Ruby opens it, opened its doors in 2012. One of two men arrested earlier this year on charges of impersonating federal agents is now pleading guilty to a new list of charges. WTOP's John Doman reports. 40-year-old Arian Teherzadeh pleaded guilty to three charges involving conspiracy weapons and a new charge of voyeurism. In a long plea hearing, he admitted spending years pretending to be involved with the Department of Homeland Security to get closer to other federal law enforcement officers. The voyeurism charge stems from the cameras he hid inside apartments so he could record sexual activity, which was then shown to others. No sentencing date has been set. He'll be back in court this fall to update the court on his cooperation in the case with another defendant, Hader Ali, still facing charges. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, President Biden announced Monday that a U.S. drone strike killed al-Qaeda leader Aman al-Zawari over the weekend. Michael O'Hanlon, a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, joins us next to talk about the strike. It's 3.07. Fighting like basketball analyst Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. 
At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V 